At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. The ghost of Gilbert Gottfried. I've currently taken up residence in Mark's studio. Hey, that little kid's pretty cool. But instead of leaving donuts and stuff like that for your guests, could you leave behind the little locks and bagels? Because I get a little hungry around midnight. And if you don't, I'm going to haunt the shit out of you. Have a good one. Oh, by the way, you're listening to Case Watch Podcast with Mark and Charity. Goodbye. I am dead. Oh, my God. That was absolutely fantastic. Whoever sent that, you sound just like him. You made my day. Seriously, mine too. So it had uh, hit my phone and I didn't have a chance to look it up yet. And listen to it. So all of a sudden, uh, I was on my way home, and I hit play, and I almost crashed my car into every yep. car on the sidewalk because I was laughing so hard. So good. I loved it. I'm like, what is he talking about? Locks and bagels. I'm like, oh, because the 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 little go- boy ghost steals stuff from my studios. Yep, the donuts that you bring or the chocolates. So so that was so clever. I have to say, I please please continue sending things like that, guys. You have to let me know who you were. Please let us know. Because we don't know. I have your number, and I almost called you to say you're effing hilarious. We could just randomly call the person. It might actually be Gilbert. It sounds so much like Gilbert, it might be Gilbert Gottfried. What if it really is? What he said would have said, hey, let me put Bob Saget on, too. <laughs> I would have been like, I'm out of here, <laughs> <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> Talk about freaking Mark out. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you want to leave us a kick ace... Ace, that's good. There we go. A kick ace voicemail. A kick buttocks. 603-212-4600. Love it when you guys do. You can email us, info at casewatchpodcast.com. Charity, you know what else they can do? What can they do, Mark? They can go to Apple Podcasts. <gasps> yes, please. Search Case Watch True Crime Podcast. Leave a five-star review and say, Gilbert Gottfried is amazing. Love that. That was so good. That's all you had to put this week. Yep. You know what else I really, really liked? What's that? Joellen put our faces in sperms. <laughs> I did and it see made that. my week. People hysterical. So I, I'll show that to people that don't really understand the show, and they'll be like, "I don't get this." 
That's I'm how like, you know what true listeners and who aren't. <laughs> it's a crime creep thing. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> it was so funny. Like my girlfriend looked at that and was like, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. What, what's that? Mean? Like you have to listen to the show to understand it. I, I, I don't get it. It's like, yeah, if you listen, you would totally know. What makes it even worse is that not only does her boyfriend do the show, like her best friend does too. <laughs> so she don't listen to either one of us. It's so funny. It's okay. It's like moving on. I got to go watch a uh, dateline now. I'm hey, like, you know what? What else? That's all right. We're getting her on here soon. Gonna... We are going to, and she'll have to listen to that one. She'll have to listen to that one. All right, Charity. I had. No, don't tell me. So much fun doing Triple D last <gasps> week. Guys, his hands are like clasped together. He's so excited. What? Don't I tell found me. another one. You, another Triple D. I'm so excited. I wouldn't steal it from you except stupidity. You ever hear like, you know, stupid is as stupid does? Yes. But before you continue on, you're never stealing them from me because there are plenty of triple D's. Okay. To go along, I go along like for I, us all. <laughs> I'm having some fun doing it. So it's kind of funny. So for instance, so let's say you buy a Ford Mustang. Yep. Now all you see on the road is Ford Mustangs. That happens a lot with colors of cars too yes. i feel like you get a car that you're like oh this no one's gonna have this color car and then all of a sudden everywhere you see so i have a cadillac yep and i never saw them on the road until i bought one and then i'm like there's an awful lot of silver cadillacs yeah and it's like holy crap they're everywhere all right so we all know the only triple d that you told so i'm a little <laughs> concerned <laughs> well let me just jump right into it charity okay please do a man from Florida is facing some disturbing charges after a woman told police she caught him masturbating on a flight from Newark to Boston last Friday. Hey, Mark, do you think maybe it's like a calming thing? They're nervous <sighs> to fly, so they got to, you know, relax themselves. I have flown quite a bit in my life. And never have you decided you should I've never decided to pull out my wang <laughs> and attempt to stretch it out in front of people. Oh, my God. Well, Trying to politely say this. I think everybody that has flown with you is probably ecstatic that you made that decision. Yeah, no worries. When you fly with Mark, it's a no-stretch zone, so we'll just move on. <laughs> Donald Edward Robinson, who just happens to be 76 what? years old, Charity. Oh, my God. Maybe he took the little blue pill. Oh, he must have. Uh, so, Mr. Robinson lives in Bonita Springs, Florida. He was arrested Sunday after police say he exposed himself to a woman sitting next to him on a flight to Boston. Guys, it's Logan, if you don't know. Um, kind of funny, you know, shipping up to Boston. That's pretty much not what they were thinking of. I don't think they so. decided to do that. <laughs> oh, no. According to court records, Robinson pulled out his junk and started masturbating next to the 21-year-old woman. This is where it gets creepy. Oh, this is, this is where it gets creepy. Putting his hands on her thighs Ugh, without his permission. Gross. The woman told police she recorded a 24-second clip of Robinson fondling himself through his pants before he said he exposed himself and touched her. According to Rollins, the woman asked Robinson why he was touching her, and Robinson reacted by withdrawing his hand and looking out the window. Oh. He's like, uh, nothing to see here. Uh, I, that, that wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> Caught me red handed. Wasn't me. <laughs> Was me in the shower. Wasn't me. The woman said she tried to get the attention of another passenger displaying a message on her phone saying, Hi, this man assaulted me and touched my leg and is masturbating. Oh, God. While they were getting off the plane, the woman got a hold of a flight attendant, but was unable to point out Robinson in the process. Rollins says security footage captured Robinson leaving the terminal. But he happened to be repeatedly looking back, you know, almost like he knows he's busted. Oh, boy. But he did leave the scene. Robinson is facing one count of lewd, indecent, and obscene acts while in a special aircraft jurisdiction of the United States. He could face up to 90 days in prison with up to one year of supervised release and a fine of up to $5,000. Wow. So here's, here's my first thing. I think to myself, what would charity do? <laughs> I actually was thinking of that, too. Okay. Knowing myself, I think... You would laugh for one. No, well, first of all, I'd laugh at it to, you know, just because what the hell are you doing? And then I would probably yell, what the hell are you doing? And call someone over immediately. I wouldn't be texting anyone. I'd be like, yeah, you this would man get is the... exposing himself to me right now, and I am very uncomfortable, and can someone please move him or move me? 
I, I would not stand for that. I'm sorry. Yeah, you would let it be known right away. I, I, I just know myself and I would. Would you throat punch him? I mean, I have taken Krav Maga more than once. There you go. I would. Guys, stop whipping out your junk on airplanes. I, or, I mean, anywhere in public. I don't understand. There's so many private places you can do that. No one's saying you can't. It's yours. Guys, you can touch it whenever you want in the privacy of either your own home, in a bathroom stall, anywhere that is not public. <laughs> Did you do it in your car? Um, I think that would depend on where your car is located, Mark. If you're in a wooded area and nobody is around. I wish I could come up with more funny places to ask Charity because her face, she just shot me a look like, why would you even say car? Well, because I mean, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know the, what God goes through guys' heads. Apparently, I don't either because I've flown a lot. Never once is, hey, I should pull out right? my junk. Who? I don't that, I don't understand why you would even, that would even cross your mind. I don't understand people that say stuff like this Unless, and do stuff like this. And okay. he just like tried to play dumb, like looks out the window like, oh, it wouldn't me. I'm going to be a little bit of a devil's advocate right now. And I'm going to hope that the poor 76-year-old man was suffering from something mentally, perhaps. That is a possibility. It maybe. doesn't say anything about it. Okay. We will have to f- maybe follow this a little bit. Maybe he has some dementia. And if I said that correctly, I don't know. And maybe he didn't know where he was. Do you remember Jeff Foxworthy? I sure do. Here's your sign. Yep. Should we make him wear a sign on his back that says, may pull out wing and wang it in front of you? <laughs> yes. Like when you're at the hospital and you're a fall risk and they make you wear the, the other color <laughs> Oh socks. My God. <laughs> Make him wear like a different color shirt or like <laughs> watch out. You might see. Should, should it be a uh, black sock with white polka dots? Yeah. There we go. I that's think that's perfect. perfect. It took you a minute, but you got it. <laughs> I have something else for you. What? Mark, I you're have... just like stepping it up, man. I'm trying. I, I'm, you know, a lot of time on my hands. So nothing else going on. So okay. I figured let's do some more crap. Love it. So I have a list of the most hilarious things that court reporters have ever recorded to be said in court. Oh my God, this is going to be good. I know it already. I cannot wait. So we're not going to do them all. This is a big list. We will sprinkle these in. Oh, sprinkle it on. Through the next couple episodes. What should the name of this segment be called? Dumbass Lawyers. Dumbass Lawyers. I like it. It really is because this is, uh, I have dealt with dumb lawyers in court before. But we won't go into that today. So, all right. Number one, the attorney. Doctor, before you performed the autopsy, did you check for a pulse? Uh, no. Did you check for a blood pressure? Uh, no. Did you check for him breathing? No. So then is it possible that this patient was alive when you began the autopsy? Oh, no. Uh, no. How can you be sure, doctor? Because um, his brain is sitting on my desk in a jar. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. I see. But could the patient still have been alive nevertheless? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it is possible that he could have been alive and practicing law. <laughs> no, he didn't. He did. That is, oh, my God. That doctor deserves some sort of medal. That is awesome. He just I gave it to it. him. It's like, dude, really? Oh, my God. These are so good. Give me another. Give me another. Lawyer. Now, sir, I'm sure you're an intelligent and honest man. Witness. Thank you. If I weren't under oath, I'd return the compliment. <laughs> oh, I love That one was short and sweet. <laughs> it is. Okay, here's, you want another short and sweet one? Yeah, I do. All right. Attorney. Doctor. How many of your autopsies are performed on dead people? Oh, my God. Witness. Um, all of them? The live ones put up too much of a fight. Oh, my God. These are so good. I got to give you one more. Please give me one more. Attorney. She had three children, right? Witness. Yes. How many of them were boys? None. Attorney, were there any girls? Oh my god! Um, Your Honor, I think I need a different attorney. Can I get a different attorney, oh, please? And these are real, actual. Yes. Oh my god! Oh my god! I have one more. I have to. I just have because I'm reading these and I'm loving these. This one's great. Attorney, how was your first marriage terminated? Witness, 
by death? <gasps> Attorney. And whose death was it terminated by? Witness. Um, take a guess. <laughs> I <laughs> these love these. are so good. Oh, these make me happy, Terry. Oh, my God. We're going to have to keep reading some more of these. These are really, really good. Guys, if you like these, let us know, and we'll keep recording them up, because I think they're hilarious. Because obviously, it's they have to keep the records of all this. Oh, yeah. So to see it on paper like that is really funny, right? You just shake your head going, um... What? Hello? Ha, uh, what'd you mean by that? So like, all right, so this is one that people will get if they, like, this was this is one that I, I had had happen to me in real life. So back in my more professional days, I used to be a firefighter and an EMT. So I remember, I can't get into the specifics and all that stuff, but the guy had alcohol, let's just say that. Okay. So when you're writing a report as an EMT, it's basic, you know, it's nationwide. It's nothing like, oh, this is something that we do. No, it's called ETOH on board. So that's what you write in your report. And I assume on board means on board of your system. Your, on your in on, your system. In your vehicle. On your in your oh. No, in your body. ETOH on board oh. means that you have alcohol in your body. Got it. Got it. So that's the way it gets written in the reports. It's been that way. I was I was an EMT. 25 years ago, maybe. Okay. So, and it's still that way because I still hear it on the scanner. Okay. And I remember having to go to a court case because it was a an accident and the lawyer was trying to get his person off saying that he wasn't drunk and into blah, blah, blah and all this. And he's like, excuse me, Mr. Beaudry, you wrote in your report that he had ETOH on board. So did he like pull out ETOH and like pour it on a board? <laughs> And I'm just like looking at him and I, anybody who doesn't know me, like I don't put up with BS like at all. I'm like, are you like seriously asking me that? You know what this means? Well, no, first, pl please tell me what ETOH means. And what is this board? Do you guys carry it? And that's how you can tell if they have alcohol on them. And I'm like, oh my God, no, your client opened his mouth up after he drove through a red light, you know, and smashed into everything. And then when he was talking to me, all I could smell was alcohol. So, therefore, it's written down as ETOH on board because he obviously had alcohol in his system. And what did he say? Are you a professional? Do you know how much alcohol he had? I'm like, no, that's not my job. Right, my job is to transport him and make sure he doesn't die. Right. You're not, you're not there to take a breathalyzer. That's someone else's job. So, I just like remember shaking my head. But you got to remember, the reason they're doing this and the reason they're trying to, you know, they, yeah, they look dumb. But all you need is one other dumb person right. on the jury who's like, wait a minute. I don't know what that board is he's talking about. Not guilty. I tell you, not guilty. <laughs> they couldn't find the board. <laughs> it you, was missing. You never know. That's what they're doing. Yeah. They baffle you with bullshit. Yeah. And just hope that you get confused. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I can totally see how it could confuse someone. Definitely. I don't know. Ah, moving on, Charity. What do you have for us today? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So today, unfortunately, um, uh, we're going to be talking about the disappearance of Oakley Carlson. Uh, she's a little girl uh, from Washington. 
Okay. So we're going to be talking about her. All right. Let's jump right into it. So one of our crime creeps, Debbie... Actually, hey, Debbie. actually uh, did a timeline for this, which was super helpful in researching this. So thank you so much, Debbie. It was This is much appreciated. Hey, so if anybody else wants to help out, too, we've thrown this out there on the Facebook page, I think. I think it was a private group. Yes. Uh, I think it was on both. No, Maybe. I don't pay that much attention. But if you're interested in helping us out, we would definitely love a few research assistance. So just send us info at casewatchpodcast.com. That's comes to me, and then I'll just figure out. And well, and also this, I'll steal you and t- make you my assistant and make myself look really smart. Like I come yeah, up with these great cases. Yeah, it's kind of funny that Mark hasn't had any assistance yet, but you know, I haven't. I know one person said they were going to help, and then they, I haven't heard from them. Oh, well. Anyways, um, I actually had not heard of this, so it was it was a good thing because it's going to get this the word out here. Excellent uh, for something that's actually going on as we speak. Excellent, great. So what happened to Oakley Carlson? Grays Harbor County, Washington, has been trying to find answers since early December. This is going to be very reminiscent of Harmony Montgomery, sadly. Oh, no. It's very, it's so eerie that it's, it's, there's a lot of similarities. Okay. Detectives has said that circumstances surrounding Oakley's disappearance are suspicious and criminal in nature. Law enforcement was alerted to the disappearance after the principal of Oakville Elementary School called Gray's Harbor County Sheriff's Office, saying she was worried about the five-year-old's safety. Oh, here is a timeline of what led up to the discovery of Oakley's disappearance. Oakley Carlson was born on December 6, 2017. When she was just seven months old, she was taken from her parents, Andrew Carlson and Jordan Bowers. Clearly, there were some things going on that proved these parents were not fit to have a baby in their care at the time. Oakley spent about two and a half years in foster care with Jamie, Joe, and Eric Hiles. She was then given back to her biological parents. She was about three years old at the time. So these foster parents, Mark, really seemed wonderful. They seemed to really love her and really care about her. For the most part, someone's not going to get into fostering kids unless they're actually wanting to see the best for them. Right. Jamie Joe Hiles had this to say to News Nation. It was such a good bond, like the three of us, my husband, myself, and Oakley. We were such, I felt like we were just such a good family, like we felt like a nuclear family. Jamie Joe and her husband have said they reached out to authorities at least a half dozen times with concerns about Oakley's biological parents taking care of her. In 2019, Jamie told the Washington Department of Children, Youth, and Family Officials that they were causing permanent damage by returning the girl to her biological parents. These people really seem to love and care about that little girl. She went on to say there were red flags before Oakley even returned home. Oakley came home from a visit one time and told me she saw violence. I expressed that to a social worker and the social worker said, Oh, I'm not worried about it. Jamie said it was a very rushed decision in returning Oakley. Jamie and her husband, Eric raised many concerns with the state welfare officials she has outright accused them of ignoring their warning before returning Oakley to her biological parents. So these these two have tried. I mean, they knew it was mm. not a safe environment for this little girl. They it's sad. And they they didn't understand the rush to get the child back with the biological parents. So I don't know. I don't know why the decision was decided so soon. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense so far. Do they know somebody? Are they connected <laughs> to something? Just my opinion, something does seem off. Like, it does seem very quick there. So I talked to somebody who actually worked for child services here in Massachusetts, so it's a little different everywhere. But she said that a judge is the one who makes that decision. So you can go before the court and you can raise your concerns, but there is a hierarchy of people. So you might just be the social worker. You come back, you give the concerns to your higher up within social services. Yep. They decide whether they think it's warranted. And then ultimately a judge decides if the child is returned to the biological parents' home. So it sounds like within mm. the system I would like some sort of standards. There's there's a lot of being set up to fail, I guess. Mm-hmm. They're also these people uh the, the caseloads, she explained to me that here in Massachusetts 
one social worker could be holding up to 15 cases. That doesn't mean 15 people. Oh, yeah, that's 15 family structures. She was telling me one time she had one family with five children, all put into foster care, all different foster families. They all wanted to stay at the same school system. So she was going to each home in the morning. Picking the children up, driving them to school so they could still be together at school, picking them up at school, dropping them. So this is all between 15 other cases. So, guys, we need to change some things. We've talked about this in all of these cases. We can't just blame these social workers and say bad, 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 because it's a hierarchy. It's a huger picture. It's bigger than we can even say. All right. Here, side tangent. I love the side tangents. So we can employ in our federal government, like 15 million IRS agents. Yes. We can employ all these people who impose fines and taxes and tax collectors. Yep. Those are unlimited. Unlimited. But when it comes to people to actually provide social services, you're lucky to get two. And she went on to say- I have a big problem with that, I do too. Big problem. She does not work for them anymore. She got burnt out. Yeah, good. She is now in early intervention. It sucks. She said she got paid way more money, but she said not only did she get burnt out with trying to help these families, it just, the hands are tied because they can only do so much. Yeah, because you can make all the recommendations in the world and depending on whichever way the wind blows that day, they could just be like, oh, you can go back. Yeah. And you could know in your heart of heart that that's just going to be such permanent detrimental damage caused to that child. Yep. It's horrible. I don't I don't stand for any of this. And I think we need to overhaul this system. Then there's other situations too she was talking about where their time is spent that shouldn't be. So she she was talking about a specific family that she had. It was a single mother who had two children, one was a baby. She was able to get housing where it was this beautiful apartment that she only had to pay $100 a month. They were trying to help her out, get her on her feet, out yep. of the shelters. And she showed up and the baby's diaper was completely full. The woman said she didn't have the money to buy diapers for that month, but had probably four or five cartons of cigarettes. All right. So now this is something that also aggravates me. Yep. I haven't... Oh, man. I'm, so gonna, I'm not going to make a lot of friends so in this she episode. Been, she could have been taking care of her child. It just it's, the, it's so hard to watch that, If I would assume, if you are the social worker, when you know there's other families that truly need the help. Yeah. I have another issue, and it really aggravates me because I see it on Facebook. I see it with people I know. Oh, I'm broke. But you're always at the bar. Oh, yeah. You always have a cigarette. Yep. You drive a car way better than mine. Yeah. Like, I don't care about any of that stuff. I put my money where it belongs. Yes. I don't know. Budget better. Don't live beyond your means. Don't smoke. Yeah. Don't drink alcohol. If you can't afford to live, those are luxury items. Mark, I don't know how people smoke anymore. Oh, my God. Isn't it like, I don't even know what one carton costs now, but it's like ridiculous, isn't it? Oh, it is. I have no clue what it costs. Um, I don't. When I quit smoking, cigarettes were, I would like to say, 46 bucks a carton. Wow. And now they've got to be double. I I remember when my dad was alive, like I remember him saying, when cigarettes hit 18 bucks a carton, I'm out. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you would not survive in this new world. I I think when my dad died, gas was like a dollar 20 a gallon. (laughs) Oh, things have changed. (laughs) And like a a case of soda was probably like 280. Yeah. Wow, things wow. have really changed. It's, I know. it's horrible when you think about it that way. I know. Guys, don't smoke. It's not good for you. I know. We crime creeps, we want you guys to be healthy. Yes, because you got to listen to more of these episodes. Exactly. So the couple sent many emails to CPS and DCYF, pleading with them to investigate the child's well-being. Here is one of them. So here's one of the emails that, oh boy. that, that um, they sent. I am writing to you to document that if something is to happen to those children... And I have tried multiple times to help them that CPS and DCYF are at fault and will not only be in huge legal trouble, but the public relations fallout of not protecting and she put protecting in all caps. Those children will be massive. This email was sent on November 18th, 2021. Oh, boy. Jamie also reached out to the governor. Jay Inslee's office requesting an outside investigation into the DCYF's handling of Oakley's custody case. Of course, Mark, the governor's office had no remembrance of this call. Of course not. Very interesting. 
I love how these state officials don't ever want to take blame in any of these blatant stories. So similar to the reaction of Sununu to the Harmony Montgomery parents. I was very disappointed oh, in his me? reaction. I was too. Oh, we, as soon as we knew she wasn't in school. Okay. Really? Because she wasn't in school for two full years. Yeah. Th- I get so aggravated. Just, Everyone's so busy. Basically, you know, pointing the finger at everybody else that nobody actually takes accountability. I just want honesty, right? Just, just when you're called out like this, say, oh my God, the ball was dropped somewhere. I'm not sure where. We will find out where, but let's first concentrate on finding this child. You know, Use this as a catapult. Yes. Our system is underfunded. We need to fix this. Yeah. And stuff like this hopefully wouldn't happen. Let's build this system up. This could be a rallying cry. It could be. It, it really be. could. That could change the, the whole dynamics of the systems. Our children are our future. Think about yes. it that way. When we're old and decrepit. Yeah, 100%. They're going to be taking care of us, whether you have children or not. So we yep. need to treat our children well. I agree 100%. Ugh, my heart goes out to this couple, Mark. They clearly love this little girl to pieces and have tried to, to do their best to contact those who are supposed to protect her. There were others that contacted child services as well upon her return. Andrew's parents, Oakley's grandparents, have also voiced concerns for the girl's welfare in contacting child services. None of these concerns were ever addressed. How do we find ourselves here again? How does this happen over and over? I, this I is know. The, this, is, this is the loaded question. Like, we need to do something. It's unacceptable. I agree. We always say, one thing as a society we need to remember, we're a very reactive society and not a proactive one. Yes, we need to be more we proactive. We wait till things happen and then say, well, if this was on my watch, it wouldn't happen. Or, or it would be like, you know, how did they not see that? Right. Well, this happens over and over again. Or sadly, Mark, I'm going to say this, and I, I'm guilty of this. You're guilty of this. We're all guilty of this until it happens to you. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you're in the dark on things you don't know, right? I, if I didn't do this podcast, many things I wouldn't realize that like that I say to myself, oh, my gosh, like that's how is that even possible? I tell you, no, once you start doing a podcast like this, you look at the whole world differently. Whole, that is, that, <laughs> I'm at a store going. Is that person signaling for help? Yes, Mark. Like I do this weird crap all the time Me now too. when I'm in these stores and everywhere. It's my whole life now. It really is. In November of 2021, a GoFundMe was started by a woman named Anna Johnson. No one has ever heard of this person, and many believe it is Jordan, Oakley's mother, who started the campaign. Ugh, GoFundMe. I ding, hate ding, them. Ding, 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 ding. Douchebag alert. Douchebag alert. Douchebag in aisle nine. Hello. Really, dude? I should do a douchebag alert on this for you. Can you please? Yeah, I already, already. Douchebag alert. <laughs> Guys, he just wanted to press it. I haven't been able to hit that button for a I couple know. weeks. I'm, ha- I'm really happy for you, Mark. Jones in for it. <laughs> the point that went up. The GoFundMe was to collect money for Andrew Carlson and Jordan Bowers because they had a house fire. The couple have four children total. One, a, a few of them are school age, actually. Okay. So I do believe uh, only the three, only three of their children lived with them. Oakley being the youngest. The six-year-old sister told her teacher, "This is so sad. Oakley is no more." Oh boy. This teacher helped with donations and visited the home more than on more than one occasion. Each time, noticing that Oakley was nowhere to be seen, she became very concerned. And I believe she was the one who talked to the principal and they contacted the authorities November 2021. When sheriffs went to the home to do a well check on the little girl, she was not with the family. Andrew and Jordan couldn't give any answers to where their daughter was. In fact, no one can confirm any sightings of Oakley after February 10th, 2021. Huh. Yeah. That's a little odd. Yeah. And what date did they go there, the police? November 2021. Nobody happened to notice anything from February to November. Nope. Do you see what I'm talking about? I do. This is very odd to me. Authorities are describing Oakley's disappearance as suspicious, and they believe she is in great danger. Thank God we we got a freaking ding, 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 ding. I need my button. Do we have the button on this one? The swear button. Um, Is this it? Hold on. Ready? And swear. No. 
Oh God, thank God. I didn't know if that was the correct button at first. I got nervous. I was like, that might be somebody. Yeah. I said a bad word, guys. That might have been Susan's intro for the next podcast. (laughs) That would have been funny, actually. (laughs) Uh, That is what all the concerned family members, et cetera, have been trying to tell everyone. Andrew and Jordan were originally taken into custody on obstruction charges as they refused to talk about where Oakley was. Oakley's six-year-old sister told detectives that her mother had told her to not talk about Oakley and that she had gone out into the woods and had been eaten by wolves. OMG, this poor little girl. Can you imagine thinking that your sibling was eaten by wolves? Uh, No. And wow. How scared. What a scumbag. Why would you say To a little girl. Oh, my God. You're, you're also trying to scare the little girl into not saying anything. Right. Like, you could be eaten by these wolves, too, if you were to They could eat mouth. you as well. If they ate her, they can eat you. Wow. Ugh. What a T-W-A-T with a capital T. Yes. What Mark just said. The couple has not been cooperative with law enforcement in helping to find their daughter. They have only stated that Oakley started their house fire by playing with a lighter on the couch. So not only are they talking about where she is, they're blaming the little girl who's been missing for all this time for the said home fire. Scumbags. Yeah. But here's my thing. I wonder if they're trying to set a storyline. Yeah, they are. 100%. Oh, I think she they died. Are. She died. We thought we came home and the fire had already been already killed her. Right. That's my, that's in my head. I don't know. I'm reserving my judgment because I don't quite know what statements they've made because how could you even come up with an excuse as to why your kid's missing and unreported? That's I'm just seeing, waiting to see. Maybe you have a magic statement that they gave. I don't know. Andrew and Jordan have also been accused of withholding their six-year-old daughter's medication from her for over a year. This could have caused physical risk or even death. I hate these people. Oakley's nine-year-old brother claims he witnessed Jordan beat Oakley with a belt and has been worrying about her starving. So her older brother is worrying that his little sister is starving. Uh, this My family. God. Like the, This I, is very Harmony Montgomery re- it, reminiscent. It? It's here. almost, I know. He also said that his mother would lock his little sister up in the closet or under the stairwell. What is it with these people in doing? I don't, I, I just, I'm frustrated. <sighs> Guys, this doesn't look good at all. I'm making weird noises over here yeah. now because I'm getting so aggravated. It doesn't look good at all, Mark. No, I don't think it does. On March 14th, 2022, Andrew Carlson was sentenced to 12 months in prison for two counts of endangerment with a controlled substance for exposing the two other children living with him to methamphetamine. Why didn't he get way more time? I don't know this. Uh, well, here, here you go. <laughs> I wrote it right in here. I guess this was the maximum sentence because he pleaded guilty. Okay. So, well, charge him with more crap. These charges are obviously not related to Oakley's disappearance, but at least he's behind bars for now. Here is what hit this mother. Beep. <laughs> I could have just done the beep for you. <laughs> Had to say. I know, but I just felt I needed to do it myself. <laughs> I should record your beep in that way. When you ask me to beep, it'll <gasps> be your be own awesome. beep. awesome. Like uh, and then not tell you about it, and then you just, oh, I have plans it now. It would literally be my beep Yeah, from my mouth. That would be hilarious. Right, let's listen to what this dingleberry has to say. That's a word I haven't heard for a while. Yeah, I know. Remember that some of the crime creeps went and put it on five stars yeah. in the beginning? There was a bunch of that. dingleberries. It was awesome. I would like to say that I deeply regret my failing as a father. I haven't done a lot of things correctly for the past seven years or so. I'm very ready to turn that around. And if I can't be a father to my children, then I can at least be an example that they can look at and say that I did the right thing. The example it can be is when you look up the word, you're first going to take a dictionary, can open that some bitch up, go right to D. Some bitch. (laughs) Scroll till you find douchebag. Yeah. And then look at your picture right underneath it. Or maybe start talking about where your daughter is if you actually want to be a stand-up father. Yeah, he has no interest in being that. Here is what the endangerment charges say. Andrew was accused of knowingly or intentionally permitting two of his children to be exposed to ingest, inhale, or have contact with methamphetamine. According to court documents, the children had extremely high levels of methamphetamines in their systems, suggesting they were exposed to the drug or ingested it. Okay. So you withhold your daughter's medication that she actually needs, but will knowingly give her methamphetamines? Yeah, parents of the year. the heck? Yep. 
why would you do that? Like, why would you do that? Because they're scumbags. Jordan Bowers originally pleaded not guilty to two counts of endangerment and one count of abandonment was going to stand trial on April 19th. Unlike her husband, Jordan was a, has a criminal history, so would likely get more time. Probably for this reason, she changed her plea to guilty and is scheduled to be sentenced on April 22nd. So she hasn't been sentenced yet, so we'll have to get look up. Let's cross our that. fingers and hope she gets some hard time. Oh, I hope so. What a scumbag. Neither of these behind holes have been charged with Oakley's disappearance. I like what she did but there. But at least they are off the streets. She's Guys, really proud of herself. Sometimes I just crack myself up. She's proud. I can see it's, she's she's smiling. It's really it's really just for me, but it makes me giggle. <laughs> During a search of the family's home, police found toys and clothes for all the kids excluding Oakley. They did find blood on the blinds and on the front door. This makes me so sad. Yeah. Oh, I saw of, of course. See, this is this is all just happening now, guys. So they're not going to release anything yet. They're going to get all of their ducks in a row. Oh, yeah. They're going to build the case, and then we're going to find out some info. So at least with this one, other more so than Harmony, because they have blood, I'm hoping. Ugh, this is going to sound horrible. I don't want it to be hers, but I want answers. And oh, we all do. So if the blood is hers, then oh, it, boy. Ugh, it doesn't look good, though, guys, at all. See, this is where I think they should just maybe take these two scumbags, put them in special cells with very special other inmates, and just maybe have the information beaten out of them. Well, do you know what I think would be fun? What's that? Is if like every day you just peel off one of their toenails, because that really hurts. Oh. Just to start there. Yeah. Capital punishment also fits in well. Yeah. I'm fine with all of this. Waterboarding. I don't know. Guys, got any other creative ideas? Let us know. 603-212-4600. Just to help find this little girl. Authorities did an extensive search of a 312-acre property in Oakville where they had reason to believe Oakley could have been. Nothing was found. They must have received a tip or something. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. Somebody must have called in and said, hey, check this place. But they didn't find anything. This is sad. Joe Hansen, one of the investigators, had this to say. If there's burn piles, we're going through the going through the burn piles. If there's any fresh dirt, we're looking in fresh dirt. Any crawl spaces, enclosed spaces, we are checking everything we can possibly do. Sadly, it sounds like they're looking for her little body. I, I fortunately at this point, I think that is what it is. I know. It's so sad. So sad. So here's my other thing. D did the parents? talk a little bit and they're just not releasing it to the press. Yeah, we don't want... Yeah. For those of you who do not speak Jaberish, what I was attempting to say is <laughs> I don't think they're going to let us know anything. No, I don't either. But I do want the... And then my friend Charity just decided to gibberish back to me. So it was hilarious. I, I, what I just was going to say is if you ever think I don't have your back, no, I do because I gibberished right back with you just to make it right. <laughs> I love it. Hey, we all get tongue-tied sometimes. It happens to all of us. Oh, it happens to Charity more than you guys know. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, yeah. Mark does the editing. It happens a yeah, lot. Yeah, I make Mark work first. <laughs> work his time away. Oh, it's awesome. Jamie Hiles, Oakley's former foster mother who clearly loves her so much, had this to say about the little girl. She was the best kid ever. She would try any food. She was happy, loved to read or be read to. Not uncommon to find her in bed with multiple books at bedtime. She loved Disney, swimming, and dance. She had no disciplinary problems. So she made it clear that this little girl was not a little girl that was out of control. She did what she was told. So it's not like she, she, the parents couldn't control her. And that's why, you know, she wanted people to know this was a regular sweet little girl. All right. So she's not blaming her, you know, playing with matches and burning a house down like her no, real parents did? No. But you know what? I really hate. Is that she's using past tense when describing Oakley. Oh, yes. I did, but, I did catch on to but that. But I understand her feelings of hopelessness. Yeah. This whole thing stinks. And you have these two scumbags who know Jamie, what happened and they just are not doing anything I know, about it. I know. Jamie has also had this to say. I had a lot of bitterness towards it because it was hard for me to understand why they could not have just realized that Oakley was best off with us. Unfortunately, with foster care, the minute you start getting your act together, then you are, quote unquote, OK to get your children back. This brings a whole new other aspect to what's wrong with the system. I understand wanting a child to be with their biological parents, but only 
if the said parents are ready, like really ready to take them on. All right. So, and I hate to make this sound the way I'm going to make it sound. A lot of these scumbag parents want their kids back because they're a tax write off and they're earning them credit and they are going to give them a huge tax return. Yeah. They're not going to get it when the kid's in foster care. No, they're not. It's super sad. And I hate to say that. And I don't mean anything bad by that, but that is the case. I agree. It's so sad. A spokesperson for DCYF said state law has prevented the department from commenting on Jamie Hiles' claims. Jason Wetstein said, We cannot speak to specific cases due to privacy laws, even to the point of confirming a child is now or even was in foster care. Wow. Thank goodness DCYF is being protective so well. You know what I just heard? What? Uh, I'm a douche and we're protecting douches because we don't know because I'm a douche and we don't want to get sued. Isn't it nice that they don't have to answer to any wrongdoing, you know, because of the law? Yeah, just like everybody else has to? Yep. I hate this kind of crap. I thought that was the opposite of delight. Yes. Andrew Carlson's parents were also concerned about their grandchild's well-being as they too contacted child services. They released a statement regarding the investigation of their granddaughter's disappearance. Here is what it says. The Carlson family have been and continue to be fully cooperative with the investigation. Our only objective is to find our granddaughter, Oakley. We are praying that Oakley will be found soon and also for the multitude of good people working around the clock to make that happen. We ask that the media respect our privacy during this very difficult time, and we do not wish to make any further statements for now. Thank you. So I understand that. Mm -hmm. Right. So just because their son's a douchebag. Doesn't mean they are. In fact, if they tried to contact child services and they tried to help their granddaughter out, people shouldn't keep trying to like call them or contact them because clearly police and officials have had many talks with them at this point to see if they know anything. You know what I mean? Well, to bring back an old saying, the douche apple doesn't fall far from the douche tree, but this family might be the start of the douche tree. You don't know. You don't know. This could have been the start of the doucheness. And it sounds to me, not that this makes it right, but it sounds like to me that those two douches definitely were into drugs if they their kids have it in the system. You ready? Let's make it better. Say my opinion. My opinion. There you go. That That's what Charity was saying. It's her opinion that's that my, they're into drugs. My opinion. That's right. It's just an opinion, guys. Yes. I still love how all the creeps spell it differently. It's so awesome. I love the different ones that come in. I, you guys make my day. Each and every single day that the stuff you send in just makes me so happy. It brings joy. Real quick. So oh. people have said like they've been posting their pictures nonstop of their stickers. And they're like, oh, I love this one. I, you know, I wish I got this one. You guys, we sell these too. So all you have to do is go to casewatchpodcast.com and click the buy a sticker. Yeah. You just got to slice on over there. Click that. And, and I even spelt it by a sticker. You with the did. H. Yes, I did. Guys, he did that for me. I think it's S-T-I-C-K-A-H with an, A-H with an apostrophe. Do you know what um, Faleta is? No. You don't know what Faleta is? No, I, I'm afraid to know. You're going to save it? Faleta. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't as interesting as I thought it was going to be. Faleta. So if you didn't get the sticker you wanted, guys, you can buy one. And I'll ship it right out to you with love. With love. And I'll make sure Sophie touches it too. Oh, that would give good vibes. Yes. A Sophie paw is good vibes. Those all had Sophie vibes on them because I had them on the table and she, she knocked them off. Aww. She's like, Poof. she's so cute. She's something. All right. So this last part is very important. Any information, anyone with information about Oakley's disappearance is asked to contact the Grays Harbor County Sheriff's Office non-emergency number at 306 533-8765 or contact Detective Sergeant Paul Logan at 360-964-1729 or by email at sodetective at co.grays-harbor.wa.us. Can we make it any more confusing? How about... Info at rpd.com or something. Give me a break. I know. Dot, dash, uppercase. What are those two little dots you put over stuff in German? I don't know. Like, give me an effing break. Make it easy. Don't make things hard. If you make things work, people yeah. aren't going to do it. I'm just sitting over here. I'm like, are you effing serious, Charity? <laughs> this is the guy's email address? But listen, 
even though it's that confuse, confusing, Mark, we'll certainly put it in. I will 100% put it in the show notes. The show and notes. I'm going to go ahead and say, if you actually see her, call 911. Please. Just call 911. Yeah, it doesn't matter what 911 you call. Yeah, don't call the non-emergency number. If you see her out there, call 911. Absolutely. Absolutely. This case hopefully will come to a happy end. Like I, I'm just going to cross my fingers and hope for the best. It does not sound that way, though. I want to really thank Debbie for acknowledging this case and helping out with it because I, I didn't know about it. So let's let's hope we can find her. Debbie, thank you. And somebody write a case for me so I can read it. <laughs> Mark needs something, guys. So not even a case. Just send him a. All we really need is a, an outline. And with that outline, we can yeah we build the case. We build the case, and it's so helpful. You guys don't even know how helpful it Mark's is. Mark's been slacking because he is trying to do too much stuff at once. Yes, <laughs> Mark's a little overwhelmed right now with the new business and stuff. That's it's all okay, good. In, it's all good in the hood, though. It's always all good in the hood. Guys, love that you have been interacting with us so much. Case Thank Watch you. podcast grows because of you. You spread the word. You. They've taken us into your family, basically. They've clearly told people about us. They've shared us. They've, I mean, th- you name it, these crime creeps, they I, want us They want us to keep going on doing this. I had a couple people who actually, it's funny too, and they were not in the same areas. So there's no way that like this is a lie or anything like that or someone, you know, trying to get dual stickers or whatnot. I had right. somebody say like, hey, so-and-so told me about the show and I love it and can I get a sticker? And it's funny because I'm like, oh, that so-and-so also requested a sticker too. Really? And it's a different area. So like, these are true stories. That is so awesome. Guys, follow along with the fun. Facebook and Instagram, Case Watch Podcast. Twitter, Case Watch Pod. I'm actually going to post something on Twitter later. <gasps> Mark, I do don't it. know what I'm going to post, but it's going to be something. I've, actually, I'm just going to post something. I just kind of have the word something. <laughs> I, I love, love that. it. We'll see you on the next one, guys. Bye, guys. See ya. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.